are in Judges 10. And we are on talking about Tola and Jair in Judges 9. Basically, uh, Abimelech, son of um, Jeroboam, or a.k.a. Gideon, appoints himself king and he kills his 70 brothers or one of them, but 69 brothers, as I say, because one of them survives in Jotham. And um, yeah, and then eventually Abimelech is, is killed, just as Jotham pretty much prophesies what's going to happen to them. What's going to happen to Abimelech? He only ruled three years, it looked like, I believe, before all that happened. Anyway, go back and read Judges 9. There's a lot in there. It's a pretty wild story. All right, so we're in Judges chapter 10. And we're talking to talk about Tola and Jair. After Abimelech, Tola, son of Pua, son of Dodo, became judge. After Abimelech. Tola, son of Pua, son of Dodo, became judge and began to deliver Israel. He was from Issachar and lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim. Tola judged Israel 23 years and when he died was buried in Shamir. After him came Jair, the Gileadite, who judged Israel 22 years. He had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkeys. They had 30 towns in Gilead, which are still called Jair's villages today. Or have of Jair today. When Jair died, he was buried in Cameron. So he judged Israel for 22 years. Tola judged Israel for 23 years. Jair ruled for 22 years had 30 sons who rode 30 donkeys 30 towns there's something significant to that something to research later all right israel's rebellion and repentance then the israelites again did what was evil in the sight of the lord how many times have we heard that they worshiped the balls and the Ashereths, the gods of Aram, Sidon, and Moab, and the gods of the Ammonites and the Philistines. They abandoned the Lord and did not worship him. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he sold them to the Philistines and the Ammonites. They shattered and crushed the Israelites that year. And for 18 years, they did the same to all the Israelites who were on the other side of the Jordan in the land of the Amorites in Gilead. The Ammonites also crossed the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, and the house of Ephraim. Israel was greatly oppressed, so they cried out. So they cried out to the Lord, saying, "We have sinned against you. We have abandoned our God, who worship and worship the Baals." The Lord said to the Israelites, "When the Egyptians, Amorites, Ammonites, Philistines, Sidonians, Amalekites, and Maonites." oppressed you and you cried out to me did i not deliver you from them but you have abandoned me and worshiped other gods therefore i will not deliver you again go and cry out to the gods you have chosen let them deliver you whenever you are oppressed mm. 
But the Israelites said, we have sinned. Deal with us as you see fit. Only rescue us today. So they got rid of the foreign gods among them and worshiped the Lord. And he became weary of Israel's misery. Mm, interesting. The Ammonites were called together and they camped in Gilead. So the Israelites assembled and camped at Mizpah. The rulers of Gilead said to one another, which man will begin the flight against the Ammonites? He will be the leader of all the inhabitants of Gilead. Hmm. A very short chapter. Let's see what Tony has to say about this. He says, at work here is a sobering spiritual principle. If you demand to worship false gods, God will eventually let you be ruled by your preferences. If God is finished with you, then where will you appeal in an oppressive situation? If the people were honest with themselves, there was no one else to whom they could go. When Israel said, in effect, we've sinned, please deliver us, and they got rid of their other gods. They got rid of their, uh, yeah, their gods. When our seer... Let me read that again. When Israel said, in effect, we've sinned, please deliver us. And they got rid of their gods. God was willing to act on their behalf. Hmm. When our actions realign us with God's will, doors of blessing can open to us that were previously closed. It's a lot there. Even though it's a short chapter, that's a lot speak to us dear heavenly father we uh hop on this romans road it says romans three twenty three says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god romans six twenty three says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord romans 5 eight says but god demonstrated his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners christ died for us and romans ten thirteen says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved. And then Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you can just say, Jesus, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ is the Son of God who died for me. And rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I think this is actually a good step stopping point because I actually want to do some reading before I go to bed. So I hope you all enjoy that. Uh, Judges is actually a great book of the Bible. It's weird because I'm re after reading that story of uh Gideon, I see him in a different a little bit different light than I did before. So with that whole situation with his son, so yeah, alright. Eventually next we're gonna talk about Jeff Jephthah. Becoming Israel's leader. 
and then F a conflict with Ethereum, and then we're going to talk about Samson. This keeps getting better and better. Once again, I forgot the story of Samson was in Judges, but it is just like the story of Gideon. Let's see what else is in here, Benjamin. All right. So stay tuned. This keeps getting better and better. Y'all have a good night.